Hey, you're listening to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 206. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes by talking about a John Partner list. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back in the land of the ice and snow as winter steadily approaches the long, cold Russian winter that we bear through every year, but we're going to make it through. We're going to talk about a super cool deck that plays a card that hasn't yet been released and a card that I play all the time. We're going to thank some new patrons. We're going to tell some great fun stories, but before we do any of that, we have to thank our official sponsors, FusionGamingOnline.com, their source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. Couple things. It looks like an episode of Game of Thrones out there. It does. I know this because I've seen an episode of Game of Thrones. Just one. Uh, Like one and a half, maybe. I've been in the room when some of them are playing, and then I watched like two. Yeah. Okay. Well, professionals. Yeah, we know all about Game of Thrones. Yeah. We could speak authoritatively on the subject. I read the first book for the most part. This, this is G-O-T-C-C-O. Good one. Got there. Good yeah. One. Okay. Second thing. Oh, shit. Big thanks to Fusion Games. They sent us our prize pack, Zendikar Rising, for the sack of packs to crack. If you watch the pre-show, you'll know that there's going to be a dirty old fucking stinky onion sack that we're going to pull these packs out of, and you can win them for guessing. All you got to do, go to YouTube, watch the video, guess the commander, get entered to win. You had two chances this week. Mm-hmm. Who are the commandies so people that want to know can hear, did they guess right, and then they can fucking beat it. <laughs> All of those people, thanks for watching at least for one minute. <laughs> one minute and 40 seconds. We appreciate you. First one is Tana the butt sower. Oh, she is, Tana. She is a 2-2. Elf Druid for Gruel 2 with Trample. Whenever she deals combat damage to a player, you get that many green saps. They are 1-1s. One and the unreleased Sengir the Dark Baron. There it is. A 4-4 Vampire Noble for Black Black 4 with Flying. Whenever another creature dies, it gets 2 plus 1 plus 1 counters. And whenever another player loses the game, you gain life equal to that player's life total as the turn began. I can imagine that is going to be a nightmare to keep track of. A little bit, yeah. That's like, what if you accidentally kill some? You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, the attack's a little bigger. Oh, I forgot to add the damage off of my equipment, so you get commander damaged out, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes that happens where you've hit somebody a few times with Tana or whatever, and I can see that being not a nightmare, but something that could cause some, 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 some hurt and feelings. Oh, that's... Maybe not feeling. You know what I mean? Where people are going to like, ah, fuck, and they're going to just pick a number out of the air. Well, I hit you for 40, so I'm just going to gain 40 real quick. Uh, yeah, I was just gaining 40, so whatever. It's Commander. Yeah, it's fine. You can do fucking 40 in a turn. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Before I forget, (laughs) before I forget, we've been talking lots about Lithoform Engine outside of the show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, okay. I'm like trying to find... Triggered ability. Yes. Is shared animosity a triggered ability? Well, what does it say on it? When a creature attacks, it gets bigger based on the number of attacks. Does it start with the word when? Yes. It's triggered. So I can copy it with yes. Lithoform Engine. Yes. And does it work for all the creatures that attack? What does the ability say? When when whenever this creature attacks, it gets plus one, plus zero oh for each other creature that's attacking with it? Whenever another, Whenever a creature attacks, yep. Whenever a creature attacks, it gets bigger for each other creature that shares a, a type with it. I believe, without looking it up, and I'm, I'm sure it'll be on the screen to make us sound smart or like idiots. Okay. And speaking of idiots, we got some stuff to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it says whenever a creature attacks, it would trigger for each creature that is attacking. So you would have to lithoform engine copy each of those triggers. Ah. Or you can lithoform engine trigger copy whichever one isn't blocked. So if there's 10 creatures that share a creature type and they're all attacking, each creature would get plus 10 plus 0, and then they block, and then before damage, you lithoform engine copy the trigger of the one that's not attacking to give it an additional plus 10 plus 10, or plus 10 plus 0, I think. Without looking at lithoform, without looking at shared animosity... We're not looking up cards right now. Yeah, fuck that. If it's a trigger, you can copy it. And it's a trigger if it starts with when, whenever, or at. Fuck, Lithoform Engine's so good. That's a, it's a good one. You know what else it copies? 
Fetchlands. Well, you know what else are copies? This is what we were talking about. The Mux. Yeah, Muxability. Yeah. It's already in my Muxes list. Okay. I've, I was asking about it, so I'll let everybody know how that goes out when you Mux for 12 instead of 6, because maybe that's better. Oh, I don't oh know. got it. Got this. Where were you asking about it, Brando? On the CCO <laughs> Discord in our casual <laughs> AF deck help. Yeah, it's one of the benefits of becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash CCO podcast as are the deck list uh, the the preferred deck list channel that's a level you can go to the patron page link will be in the comments or the description or whatever and you can go find the tier you can pledge because that's where we got today's list it's actually from aiden miller aiden all filler no miller chiller thriller thriller in manila (laughs) (laughs) actually that's actually topical because i think that the anniversary of that was this week Oh, yeah. I don't know why I know that, but I think that's true. Maybe it'll be on the screen for the YouTube video. Maybe it'll be on the screen for the video version of the podcast. But I think, I think, I think that the thriller oh, in Manila happened. The thriller a bunch of in years Manila. Ago yeah, last y- week. you're yeah. saying it like you're from the UK. Well, maybe I am. That's funny. They add they add R to anything that ends in like A. <laughs> that's fine. Totally fine. We got listeners from the UK. Welcome to the nation. It's great to have you, Aiden All Filler Miller. Thank you for the list. We've got Tana. That is Brando's favorite colors. He's talked a lot about playing the deck. We've got a new partner. Those were the hints. The 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 a new guy from Commander Legends that has partner. Those are the hints. So if you guessed that, great. Watch the pre-show next week to see if you won. Get at us on Twitter at CCO Podcast at CCO Brando to claim your prize pack from the stinky old onion bag, which is way easier to say than the sack of packs to crack. We well, yeah, we still have to say the sack of packs to crack because we've coined that and we have to make it happen we've made it happen we have to keep it happening when you start a movement you don't stop or it falters and then no real lasting change comes from it ryan Ooh, you got deep on me there yeah i got all political on yeah that's it that's it not like political like on the tv that i see we're not going to talk about that no not even not a word you know what else we're not going to fucking talk a word about after i say that we're not going to talk about it the fucking walking dead secret lair See ya. No. Done, done talking about it. I want to say a thing about it real fast. It's not what everybody else has said. It's... Oh, it's, I swear it's, to fuck. I sw- my feelings about it, I don't even have to say them because everybody out there knows how I feel about it. Sure. You know how I feel about it. Everybody knows how I feel about The Walking Dead secret lair without me having to say it. Okay. The one thing that I did want to say is I'm a little choked about the Daryl card, the Grohl one that makes zombies yeah, and yeah. drugs. Because I actually really do want to build that. Because he doesn't have reach, but he's an archer? Well, no, because he... <laughs> He's like an interesting <laughs> Grawl space where, like, you give them resources, and then by you doing what Grawl does and killing the creatures, you get to draw cards. Yeah. It's a cool design space. Yeah. And I would like to build that deck. And it's a little poopy that, again, because of my well known feelings on this set, I won't be able to. So I'm hoping that he gets a re release in a real magic set so I can build that deck because I think it would be fun. You know what we should have predicted? On our, on our, Commander Legends prediction video. It's another one of our YouTube videos that we released recently. Head over to YouTube, give it a watch if you if you're not watching us right now. Maybe maybe the Walking Dead cards will actually get their their actual magic card version released in Commander Legends. That'd be cool. Yeah, cuz they brought the interesting design space in Gruel. They brought back Skulk on the Azorius guy. Yeah. Maybe it'll be there. If there are some good things with it i mean all the politics of, of it aside and the the implications aside. all of this shit that nobody wants to fucking hear about anymore yeah. because they're tired of all the negativity on twitter yeah there's some neat stuff nuggets buried in there and right. i hope that that those come get to come to the forefront at yeah. some point in the future that'd that'd be cool okay okay so that, I, that's what i wanted to say about it i got you i got you i got you fam Good vibe. It's the arc of good vibes. We're highlighting good things that happen to us or in our magic community. I've got an actual good vibe, and we haven't done one for a, a couple weeks. So I'm hungover today. My eyeballs are like glued shut. They feel like they're the size of basketballs inside my head. I go to my neighbors. We're planning on like we, we live in this little development, right? And and nobody really wants to trick or treat. 
right? Like everybody wants to, but everybody's like, oh, I trick or treating, can't do it, whatever, right? So my my neighbor's got a bus, like a school bus, <laughs> and he was gonna like, he was gonna plan on converting it into like some snowmobile, like mobile garage sleeping cabin thing to go up into the mountains. But instead, he's gonna turn it into like an assault bus, like in the Resident Evil movies. And you're gonna drive mowing through trick or treaters through the city, yes, and just point <laughs> flamethrowers at people's houses and get them to just leave the bucket on the on the lawn. He's he's gonna decorate it for kids. And we're gonna we're gonna get on that and drive around our development, and the kids are gonna trick or treat in this thing, this big Halloween bus. I guess that's also fun. Also fun. I'm gonna drink a bunch of beer. I'm gonna eat a bunch of candy, and it's gonna be a good old time. We go over to start planning on who's getting candy, who's gonna walk, how many people, who's got kids that want to ride, blah blah blah. And we get on because there's some new neighbors. They get on about who are we and what do we do? Who's your daddy? What does he do? Right? So, <laughs> so Do you even know what that's a reference to, Ryan? Yes. Yes, I do. Actually. Have you seen it? No. Have I seen it? Of course I fucking haven't. Ian, kindergarten cop on the screen right now. Five stars. <laughs> Keep going. So... I I tell people, like, I, I just... I do a podcast and blah, 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 right? And the one guy asked me, like, what is it? Totally into fucking magic. My neighbor is like, yeah, I know what magic is. I know what D&D is. It's like totally cool. I want to I wanna listen. I want to come over and like learn about magic sometime. <laughs> so I just have this random new neighbor that's like totally into magic. Cool. And it, and it made it feel very small world. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm the president of the nation. You're going to come to my house. I'll tell you who my, who my daddy is and what he does. You sucker, you're going to be broke because you're going to spend all your money on magic. <laughs> <laughs> you know where he's going to do it? FusionGamingOnline.com. Uh, yeah, exclusive promo code CCO Fusion 5 I used it and got my very oh, yeah. third order. Very excellent. <laughs> yeah, you can use it. Get 5% off on all your singles. Yep. You know what a single I got was? What is it? Scoot Swarm. Scoot? Yeah, we didn't talk about it on the, pre- on the preview show, the review show, but uh, I found a way to crash real life with Scoot Swarm. You you mute you you muted the scoot. I did. You I, mute the scoot. I added it to my mutate deck, and now I mute scoot, and I have just this <laughs> exponential <laughs> different mutate piles. And I was goldfishing it, trying to just to see, like, can I fi- can I do this? Can I do this while other people are watching me? So I had like a marker and like a like a flow chart oh, of yes. how many. You and I did a calculator. You turned it upside down. It said boobless. Remember that joke? Yeah. I'm not even. I'm not good enough at math to play that card. I'm not good enough at math to play that card. I don't know how to do that kind of like geometric calculation. The geometric growth of Scoot Swarm. Oh, man. If Arena can't handle it, how the fuck am I supposed to do it when they're all different creatures? <laughs> if a multi-million dollar enterprise's like flagship fucking operating system cannot handle the math behind this card, Dude, how is old Brando supposed to do it? I got powerbombed directly onto my head a few years ago. I can't remember how to do all that shit. This is motherfucker ridic- still counts as magic cards with an abacus and shit. I, yeah, and <laughs> oh man, that's great. I try doing my best. My good vibe. This is a little oh, bit yeah, more magic. Yeah, good, good vibe. It's, magic. It's, that's right. It's also magic related in that when Zendikar Rising came out, you kind of look at it, it's like, oh, it's got some not a bunch of staply stuff, but just some generally good stuff. I have thirteen commander decks currently, and I upgraded nine of them. With Zendikards. Wow. Zendikards, holy fuck. That's so excellent. <laughs> Were some of them just fetch lands? No. No. no like no. actual cards like that actual, didn't exist before. Actual cards that that's did not cool. exist. Yeah, yeah. No reprints, all new stuff. I think that's that's pretty neat. And I followed the lead of some other members of the nation and other people out there who have been replacing some lands with the little flip card lands. Yep. And I only tried one. Because I'm not quite on board yet. Oh, dude, we're doing a whole. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. We're doing a YouTube on that. We're doing a YouTube on that. Oh, okay. Hundred percent. Because I'm doing the non-conventional thing. Everybody's like, oh yeah, don't cut, cut cards and 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 don't cut lands. I'm fucked out. I'm cutting lands. <laughs> I'm cutting them. Do, do you know me? I'm cutting <laughs> lands. I'm cutting basics, and I'm playing non-basics that are actually flip cards. And I'm just going to be strict. I'm going to be strict with it. But we're going to do a YouTube on that. So let's let's not talk too much about it. Okay. But okay, yeah, those were things that I did. I'm very excited about them. I'm looking forward to playing some of those decks again. Yeah, that's one cool. of them was Tana. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what card it is though. It's going to be a surprise. Okay, well maybe we'll hit it in this deck. You know what we got to do right now? We got to do the shout out and the FUs to the patrons. Oh yeah, right. So new patrons get their CCO nickname. Okay. They get their shout out, their FU. It's one of the benefits. Again, head Ready on over to, to Patron. Do your thing. Ready to do it. 
first, I, I knuckle crack too. The first one, cool name, good fucking name, yeah. Ryan Dunda. Dunda. Like pseudo celebrity m- me? No, like Dunda. Huh? Produced by Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ryan Dick Wolf Law and Order. Doom, doom. Doom, doom. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. That's oh, awesome. Man, it took me a minute. It took me a minute to understand it, but I got there. Yeah, we, we did it. <laughs> bum, bum. Bah, bah. And then it like goes to the courtroom. Beep, beep. That guy totally fucked with that guy. And then it's like, no, yeah. I fuck with that guy. And then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't handle this. Oh, wrong movie. <laughs> and then there's like a real famous person that you know their name in real life, and they're sitting in the crowd. So is it Ice-T? Well, probably. Well, he's he's in Law no, & Order SVU, it, it isn't It can't he? be him, then. It's Method Man. He's, oh, yeah. Because he's not a cop. And then you know that these persons on the stand didn't do it because the famous guy's sitting in the crowd. Law & Order, I'm on to you. Boom, boom. <laughs> there okay. it is. Ryan Dunda, Big F.U., Dick Wolf, whoever you actually are, thank you very much. Next shout out, JJ White. Now, I I made the pseudo celebrity joke with Ryan Dunda. I think JJ White is a pseudo celebrity related to JJ Watt from the Houston Texans. Okay, Ryan, you're aware that it's the last name that makes people related, right? Like you. Nope. I feel like we've had this conversation before. JJ White Watt, pseudo celebrity, Houston Texan. Any kind of combination of those, JJ, welcome to the niche. Welcome aboard. That's it. Okay, next shout out. And fellow content creator, Uh-oh. Nathan Jones, links to his stuff will be in the show notes. He does like funny TikTok videos. His Twitter and stuff is is always a good time. Not only does he look like Jesus. Wait, is, wait, is that what he's been doing? Yes. Like he broke out of Australian prison and went to WrestleMania to fight with The Undertaker, but then he was so bad at wrestling, The Undertaker had him beat up in the back so he couldn't make it out for his own match. <laughs> yes. Like that, Nathan Jones, now he does TikTok videos? And CEDH. He was telling me about oh, Felde- Feldegriff Flash Hulk. He called it Hippo Hulk, is, I think. Is he still like seven feet tall and super jacked? No, this, this, this Nathan Jones looks like Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well, that doesn't mean he's not super tall and jacked. Well, bald Jesus people can grow jacked. hair sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. as long as they're not actually bald. Yeah. Like Taylor over there. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. This Nathan Jones, we, we met him in Vegas doing machete tacos, too. Oh, machete tacos are so Oh, good. yeah. So Nathan Jones, welcome. You can give yourself a nickname. You probably already have one. F you. Welcome to the Discord. Uh, F you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last shout out. Chris Morrow. Wait, wait. Ryan. <laughs> have they infiltrated us again? On the last Brando Does Stuff video, I revealed that I am now an official content creator with Watsy because they finally sent me a good box. Oh, God. Has, <laughs> have they finally admitted? Have they finally admitted that they listened to Commander Cookout podcast because Morrow himself patrons our show this is a pseudo pseudonym celebrity <laughs> chris morrow not to be confused with mark rosewater or marrow Th- yes is that they don't want to admit that they listen to cco but they they want to know what we're up to because we got so many good fucking ideas right? that they keep taking see we keep saying oh yeah all of our predictions wanna, come true they want to make us look us. they want to make us look stupid so they listen to us and then they produce the opposite of what we guess that's what's happening so probably chris not marrow we're on to you. We... Real time F you for real. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. So. Should we talk about this deck? Yeah, Tana and Singer the Dark Baron. Should we do a deck? I guess. Okay, now, if you listened to us read the Commanders like an hour ago when we talked about them. Yes. You will probably have figured out that what we're going to do in this deck is make a mass amount of tokens with Tana. And then because Tana makes tokens for how big she is when she attacks, right? When she hits people. Oh, oh yes. So you crash in for some big damage. You make a bunch of saps, and then you can use things in the deck to sack the saps to make Sengir way bigger. Okay, so Tana two two Trampsky. When she deals combat damage to you, you get a you get a sapperling for how for each damage she de- deals. So, so yes. how big she is. So we got some pump. And then we've got some dump for Singer, right? Yeah. When a creature dies, he gets two plus ones. I like that. Pump and dump. There's baby. the pump and the dump. Tana Singer pump and dump. Let's talk about dudes that we're gonna we're gonna sack first. Dude, about the dudes will d- dump. D- I was gonna say dudes that fucking dump. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google that. Do not. <laughs> 
Uh, if you watched the pre-show, I criticized the art on Yavimai Elder. Uh, ooh. Enters the battlefield, you search your library for up to two lands, put them into your hand. Now when he dies. When he dies, you get two lands. You can pay two, sack him, draw a card. Sure. He's fine. Uh, Thrashing Brontodon. Sack him to destroy an enchantment or artifact. Three, four for three. Sprouting Thrynax. When it dies, you get three Sapperlings, three, three for three of Jund Colors. Solemn Simulacrum. Solemn Simulacrum. <laughs> I think you just triggered everybody who listens. I know. I'm sorry, everyone. Solemn Simulacrum. <laughs> this pronounce every letter very flatly like that. Okay, enters the battlefield, draw a card, dies. No, enters the battlefield, search your land, dies, draw a card. Got there. Just got me a foil alternate art, full art one from the old Fuji. Fuji G. How about Sack TE? Sack TE. That would be Secure Drive Elder. <laughs> <laughs> we should just code everything like that. Sacky, snaky, four army. <laughs> Uh, sack him, get a land, right? He's a 1-1 one, one for 2. Correct. Reassembling Skelly. Reassembly? Skeletony. <laughs> <laughs> He's a 1-1, one, one, you pay 2 to get him back from your graveyard. And he just costs 2. So you, you could replay that card a bunch of timey. <laughs> play it, sack it, play it, sack it, play it, sack it, yep. play it, sack it. How about uh, fucking Prosh? Prosh. <laughs> hey, hey, in our most recent, what do we call it, predictions video, where we were like, oh, I think that... Getting a bonus for your commander when you cast it will come back in Commander Legends. Prosh. Well, fuck, they just printed Prosh. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Not only are they doing it, they're taking it all the way to 10. Yeah. Excellent. 5-5 five, five Flyer for Jund and 3, right? Correct. Sacrifice another creature. Prosh gets plus 1, plus 0 oh, until end of turn. And when it enters the battlefield, you get X, 0, 1 red kobolds, where X is the amount of mana spent to cast him so you'd get six dudes in is, this case is there a food chain in this deck no 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 this is a budget deck we have not mentioned that this is a budget deck so there's lots of stuff that you're thinking oh well, they're just gonna play all the swords and the jeep nope oh yeah Too and you know what here's the fucking thing we got asked this on the discord the cco discord is there is there a trend or a preference for content creators to make centered around budget brewing and i said maybe for some people if that's their thing right but for us I think for the most part, we want our content to center itself around fun and inclusivity and accessible fun, right? And being budget and still being fun, janky, combo, sweet, unique. We're showing that we can do that without using stuff from legends. Yeah, you can you do know that, what I mean? You can do that with money or you can do that with creativity. And we do both here. Yeah, there you go. And it, it, it's it's not something that we purposefully do. If we find a deck that's like $1,000, it's like, oh, okay, well, this deck's $1,000. It runs three dual lands. If you don't want those, the deck's $200 and it's fine. Yeah. This deck, when we talk about it in the budget section, is like not three digits. Yeah. So it's it's fine. Yeah, unless you're talking about Canadian money, in which case it's four digits. Yeah. <laughs> Next creature is... Lightning Roddy. Yes, this is Michael Loth. Four, four for five. Devour two. Devour is when it enters the battlefield, you sacrifice any number of creatures. Devour two is you put two plus ones on it for each creature that you sacrificed. It yeah. ate those creatures. Then at the beginning of each up or, or your upkeep, you get a sapperling for each plus one on Michael Loth. I can count on one hand the number of times I've untapped with a giant Michael Loth. Yeah. That's probably the same number of times I have, like one or two. Two. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately after that, they wrath the board. Yeah. Like you get the saps and then they kill. Yeah, fuck. And the last one is Endrixar Masturbator. Oh, gross. I don't re I don't name the cards, Ryan. I hope that's not what. Look at those things. Yeah. They're bulbous. Yeah. And wrinkly. That's right. Well, I'll give him a read, I guess. He's a 2-2 two, two for 5. Jesus. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Does he say lose the game on it? Does he say you can't draw cards? No, this is a little bit better than those. When you cast a creature spell, you put X black thrall creature tokes onto the battlefield, or X is the card's converted mana cost. If you have seven or more uh, thralls, you sacrifice him. He's going to give you guys. No, because it's capital T thralls, is that a creature type or a creature name? Like if you have a, because there, there is creature type thrall, yes? Yes. Does it count those? Yes. Okay. Important to note. Yes. I don't think we're playing any in this deck, but in the future, if you want to build with Rurik, not Rurik Thar, Endrik Sar. Endrik Sar, Rurik Thar. They're not the same. I have a Sar. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so now we have dudes. Yes. We want to sack dudes. Yes. What are we going to sack dudes to, Ryan? We are going to sack stuff. Can we clump? Ah, no. Let's let's give them a read, but all of these are sack outlets, right? Indeed. We're going to start with Yehani Undying Partisan. Sack a dude. It gets indestructible. Whenever a opponent creature dies, gets plus one until end of turn. Oh, no, gets plus one counter. Yep. So we're seeing a, a little bit of a, a counter theme, I guess. Tana... And Michael Loth and Yeheni. I think those are just incidental, right? I believe so as okay. well. Okay. Whoa, Strider. Whoa. When it enters the battlefield, create a goat? Yep. Okay. Sacrifice a creature, scry one. Okay. And we're also playing Viscera Seer, which is sacrifice a creature, scry one. There's the clump. There it is. There, there we go. This has got escape. You can exile four cards from your graveyard to cast it for five. Who cares? Whoa, Strider enters the battlefield with plus two counters on it when it escapes. Sure. Yeah, there's another counter card. How about Tooth and Claw? I've I, we've never played this card. I have, but it was before we started the show. Sure, I have played this card before. I'll give this one an actual read. Red three enchantment sack two creature. Put a three one red beast creature token named Carnivore onto the battlefield. Yeah. It's the the art of diminishing returns. I wanted to play it in Norin for a little while because it's like, well, all my little token guys are just eating shit anyway, so I might as well just sack them and get a bolt out of it when I have, or a shock out of it when I have perf on the battlefield or something, but I just found that the diminishing returns just weren't there. I tried it in Omnath, thinking, sweet, it's a good bolt enabler, yep. and it just, I felt it was pretty clunky, but in this deck, I think that it would probably do okay because you are making a significantly wider number of bros. Yeah, as long as you've got lots of guys to sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Perilous Foyer. Speaking of Omnath. Foyer. This is an enchantment. Uh, one, sack a creature, search for a land with a basic land type, put it onto the battlefield tapped. Sick. Uh, yes, you, you cash your dudes in for land, right? Correct. God Eternal Bonte. Oh, the old Bonte. Five drop. 5-6 Menace can only be blocked by two or more Creech. Thank you. When it enters the battlefield, sack any number of things, draw that many cards. When it dies, put it onto your library third from the top. That is that is correct. Yeah, that card is Reprocess. That's what that ability is. It's, that's a real good From card. Urza's Saga, I think. How about Evolutionary Leap? Okay, Enchantment for two. You pay green, sack a Creech. There it is. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card. Put that card onto the into your hand and the rest onto the bottom of your library in a random order. So you just like sack a thing and you get another creature, like the, your next creature. So if you've got a shitty one one, anything is going to be better. So you sacrifice it. You get a you get a singer trigger for that, and then you like upgrade your creature. Neat. Yeah. Culling dais. Sack a Creech, put a charge counter on it, sacrifice Calling Dias, pay one, draw a card for each counter. There's a card draw card. Brando recommended Altar of the Week every Thursday on our Facebook page if you'd like to participate. Instead of the Dias, you could have the Alien Egg. I thought you were going to say those little things on the sides of it, paint them out, and paint one in the middle to make it look like a middle finger. You could do that too. Yes. <laughs> Both are good. Brando suggested altars usually involve middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Claws of Gix. Sack a permanent gain of life. For one. Yeah. And carrion feeder. Sack a dude, put a plus one on him, it can't block. That's a weird art. That is that weird. That is kooky. I like the old one from, from Odyssey or whatever it was from. Wow, I was wrong. That isn't. I thought that Tana was the most expensive card in the deck. Turns out it's carrion feeder. No Four, way. $14 uncommon. I That's got to be a mistake. Because look be. look at the other price, $0.42. Cents. <laughs> that's got to be a mistake. Oh, that's, that's like that one lightning bolt that's $2,000 or something. Yes. Like the, the extended art foil one is 2000 bucks for some reason, even though it's fucking not. Yep. And if my, anybody my, wants to pay $2,000 for a foil lightning bolt, I got four of them. They are... Walking available. I, I got four of them. I need to pay off my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> my my Elf and Beta ones aren't even that much. Jesus. Yeah. 
Anyways. All right. So now we're sack. We got dudes. We're sacking dudes. Now, what do we do as the dudes die? We already talked about Sengir the Dark Baron and how he's going to benefit from that. But maybe we have some other things that will some, allow us to benefit oh, from that stuff. Oh, would those be called kill payoffs? Possibly. Kill payoffs. Custom category. Thank you, Aiden Miller. Let us start with smothering abomination. Ah, smothering abomination. This, this, is, uh, this is Donald Trump with a mask on. A smothering abomination. <laughs> I don't know if you appreciate that or not. I don't know. Whatever. When a creature, when you sack a creature, draw a card. That's the payoff. Yes, I, I think that's the important part of that. Card, that right? is correct. The rest, you, you, you sacrifice a creature at the beginning of each upkeep, so it's kind of a sack. Your upkeep. Yes, you you. It's it's the sack outlet and the payoff. So that's a good one. I play that one in in Alenda. I dig that. Moldervine reclamation. Whenever you, whenever a creature you control dies, gain a life, draw a card. I've won off of that card, too, in Hogak. 30 land Hogak. Liliana's standard bearer. Whenever a creature, when it enters a battlefield, draw cards for each creature that died this turn, right? Lose X life. You play the big Michaeloth, sack all your team, play the Liliana standard bearer, draw fucking 10 cards. Yeah, or if you have if you have a bunch of tokens, because it has flash, somebody wraths a god and you're like, oh yeah, Liliana standard bearer, end of turn, I'd draw like fucking 10 cards. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Gadrak, the crown scourge. A 5-4 flyer for 3? Can't attack unless you have 4 or more artifacts, of which we are playing lots, and at the beginning of each end step, Create a treasure token for each non-token creature you had die this turn. That, so again, that died you, this turn. It's for anybody. I don't. I think that that's kind of a loose include in the deck. I think that we could we can do better than him. I think. I was gonna say it's, it's kind of like Perilous Fourier's. You're tr you're cashing your guys in for mana, but your guys are all tokens. Oh yeah. And they, that doesn't trigger Gadrax. So I'm just, I, I don't want to tell anybody what to do. But whenever I run into a card that's like this, I always like to just say, maybe think of the words smash flaunter. And it might give you an indication of what card you could replace it with. Rhymes with, that is. Yes. Smash flaunter. Yes. That sounds like a red card. Smash flaunter. Oh, I hope that that's in Commander Legends. Man, the Smash we, Flaunter. It's just Brash Taunter, but it's legendary. That's all I want. Can you imagine if Smash Flaunter is a card that it gets printed one day and we were right again? Oh. God, well, that would be euphoric. We are always right, Ryan. I love this card. Fecundity. Whenever a creature dies, that creature's controller draws a card. I know that it's symmetrical and that's ooh, but that's a fucking cool card. Yes. Especially when you're going to be taking more advantage of it than anybody else. Yes. And you will be in this deck. Last one, Catacomb Sifter. Ooh, when creature dies, you get a Eldrazi Scion, 1-1, one, one, sack for mana? Is that what that does? Uh, no, it's when it comes into play, you get a few of those. Oh. And then when something dies, you, you scry one. Oh. I like what I said better. Yeah, mind like you, mind you, you, Scry is fine. Scry is fine, but it's not as good as dudes that sack for mana. Yeah, but we, if we have lots of dudes, you know, they say a, like maybe Scry is worth a third of a card. So if you can Scry one three times over the course of a turn cycle, that's like kind of like drawing a card in the quality that you're upgrading to. Your, your card that you eventually Scry to is worth a card more than maybe... Anything you scried away. I just play Vampiric Tutor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, double the, literally double the budget of the deck yes. <laughs> with one card. Got it. We'll hit the ramp section super fast. We're playing Cultivate, Kadama's Reach, Migration Path, Primal Growth, Spring Bloom Druid, and Wood Elves. Yes, those are, you know what? I like when decks have creatures for ramp in decks that care about creatures. So I would look to include more than just those. More than just like Wood Elf, Spring Bloom Druid. Like what about what about the the one that puts it into play tapped, uh, Farhaven Elf, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah Ondu yeah. Giant is the four drop two four version instead of a two two, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there there is more that maybe they don't fit on the curve at two or three mana, but if they're creatures that and we care about creatures, just something to think about. I I also want to just point out real quick the primal growth. Is a sorcery for green too, and it has a kicker of sacrifice a creature. So oh. it's both ramping us and doing what the deck wants to do. Okay, you know so, what? Then cool. that that one actually is a good fit because it, like you said, it's doing what we want to do. It's always good to if you're doing something that you want to do while doing something that you have to do. That's that's a good way to get where you're going. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's mm. like drinking beer when you're 
doing yard work. Exactly. You know what? Drinking beer while you're mowing your lawn. It's it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, we don't want to look like a bum, but you do want to drink beer, so you got to do them both. Yeah. 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 That's that's exactly. Let's talk about some of the control cards. Control cards. Okay, we're gonna start with Vona's hunger. Do we call this a control deck? Probably not. It's a. I don't think it so. It probably assumes the control roll if it's looking to go wide with tokens, and it controls the board until it can, like, one pump chump you, probably, right? I would honestly say that this deck more... It feels to me, as I was reading through it, and I haven't obviously played with it, but this deck feels to me a lot like the old standard Jun decks did, where it's kind of a mid-range, it's got lots of good control pieces in it, it's got lots of just solid includes in it and then it just values you out it's got yeah a ton of card selection it's got a bunch of yeah. draw it's got stuff to keep it in the game it's got lots of stuff to keep your opponents off their game or you draw your ramp on turn two and turn three and you power into a Michaeloth, exactly. into a prosh and you just slaughter somebody slaughter somebody yeah yeah so which is also the other thing that jun did yeah. Back in the day, right? Like, Exa- yeah. if you went Bituminous Blast into Bloodbraid Elf, into Blightning, into, like, do you just want to scoop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, you just took tan. Yeah. You want to you wanna keep going? Because I'm going to do that same thing next turn. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Vona's Hunger. Vona's Hunger. Target player, each opponent sacks a creature. If you have City's Blessing, that is 10 or more permanents, each opponent sacrifices half their creatures. That's an instant. That's an instant. That is a good instant for three mana. Tragic slip. Tragic slip. Minus one, but if a creature died, minus 13 to something. That's a removal spell. That's a cool flavor fit, too. I like that one. Yeah. Terminate. Terminate. Kills something. Spite Bellows. Spite Bellows. When it enters the battlefield... No, when it leaves the battlefield, it deals six damage to target creature, but it's got evoke for red, red, one. You cast it for its evoke cost, then you immediately sacrifice it. So it leaves the battlefield, red, red, one, deals six to something. Six is your brash taunter if you have one. I would honestly just play Decimate instead of Spite Bellows. You honestly. know what? Spite Bellows, though, is a dude it is that a dude. does die when you evoke it. It 100% fits the theme of the deck. Which which is important. But in Commander, I don't know if I've ever if we've ever talked about this, I just, sometimes I feel bad when you have damage-based spot removal in Commander because it can't always get the thing that you want to kill. That's right. Right? So, I mean, if you're going to play a spell that you're playing for a removal spell, yes, this gets you some value, but just play something that kills more than one thing. Play Ashes to Ashes. Play yeah. Decimate, Wind Grace's Judgment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Casualties of War. We could play all of those in here. We're playing yeah. none of them. Well, and you know what? We are playing a few other, like, hard removal spells. So if you've got room in your list, and it depends on how married you are to the theme, right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. This so is a Spite, Bellows, Spite Bellows fits. Definitely. It fits in the, the theme of the deck, and I dig that, but I just think you could have something that's a little bit more punchy. Our next card is actually the exact same conversation. It's Shriek Maw 3-2 for 5, but you can evoke it for 2, like black 1. When it leaves the battlefield, destroy target non-artifact, non-black creature. That is Terror for Terror's mana cost on Shriek Maw. Yes. The, the only thing about these is they are sorcery speed because they're creatures. Correct. Why doesn't stuff have evoke and flash? Dang, hey. Give it time. Give now, it time. Now that we've said it and Marrow's listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up. Putrefy. Destroy a creature or enchantment. Important. Can't be regenerated where Mortify can be regenerated. So does that mean that green is the can't be regenerated color? I think black for the longest time was that can't be regenerated color. But black is in Mortify, but green is not. Oh. I don't know. For, it's just another thing that green can do, Ryan. Ah, well, if, if you're playing Commander, you're probably playing green, I guess. Next up, we got Dimebag Marauder, Plague Crafter, and Merciless Executioner. They're all the exact same card. Black 2 comes into play. Everybody sacks a dude. Yeah. Jund Charm. Jundy Charm. This is a, a charm, so you choose one in Jund Colors instant. Exile all cards from target player's graveyard. Good. Sure. Jund Charm deals two damage to each creature. Pretty good. Pretty okay, especially if we want to kill all our own guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind doing that sometimes. Or put two plus one counters on target creature, which we've seen sort of a theme, and that is actually really good with Michaeloth. Agreed. Yeah, especially instant speed. You turn you turn your Michaeloth too bigger, you get two extra sapperlings. It's like a double whammy. Okay, now we've talked about creatures that we can sack that get us some tokens. Yep. We've talked about things that we can sack them to. Yep, these are all the dumpers, right? We've talked about why we want to dump them. Yep. 
But at the end of the day, this is a Tana the Butt Sower deck. She dumps more than anyone else. No, no, no we want to pump her. We want to pump her so she can dump. We want to pump the butt. No, we want to pump the face because that's what she leads with. We are talking about different things, butts and faces and jeepers, creepers. What kind oh. of podcast is this? <laughs> In any case, much like my deck, you want to just make Tanner real fucking big and slap somebody real fucking hard with her, and we use equipment for that. Lips right off the face, go flying across the room and land on the floor, and they make like that slapping sound when they hit the floor. <laughs> I don't know. Neither of those are slapping sounds, but people can imagine what a set of lips getting slapped off and hitting the floor would sound like. Yes. We've okay. given two examples. We're going to start off our equipment section with a whisper silk cloak. This one doesn't actually even pump. Shroud and and, and can't be blocked, right? Pro tip, not very good antenna because you can't equip her with anything else. Yeah. So are we playing the... Are we playing... Fucking cut that. Lightning Greaves? And are we playing Swift Foot Boots? No. Like, this should be a swift foot boots instead. Agreed. Like, unblockable is way less important than you can make her so fucking big that she and just she, crushes And she got trampled natively, so if she's big, you're going to get the value out of her, right? So Precisely. it doesn't matter if she can't get blocked. Plus, swift foot boots doesn't have an all-in, like, cast and equip cost of five. It's got an all-in cast and equip of four. How about all-in all in cast and equip cost of four? Or something that makes Tana unblockable in 98% of EDH games in Trailblazers boots. Yeah, I was going to make a boot joke or a... We missed it. It's fine. Non-basic land walk on equip. Now, what's the last game of Commander you played that you could block a creature with a Trailblazers boots on it? Me personally? Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Never? There it is. There it is. Thirsty Axe. Or... Thirsty ass. Oh, yeah. Yes. I got there. We're back in form, baby. Right in the gutter. <laughs> right in the ass. <laughs> oh, I got there too. King of the ass. Don't Google that. What does this four cent gem do, Ryan? It's four cents. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Okay. This is a three drop equip. It's two to equip plus one plus oh at the beginning of the end step. If equipped creature didn't deal combat damage, you sacrifice it? It's a plus four plus oh. This should be immediately oh, cut. That's, that's a four. No, but I honestly, in a lot of cases, I just take the six so that Tana would die because it has to deal damage to a creature. <laughs> Oh yeah, deal damage to a creature. Well, you might want stuff to die. You this is you, this you, is this is another dumper. You never want Tana to die. No, you equip a token or something. Well, why would you just sack it to one of your forty-eight sack outlets? Why do you want to pay fucking two? To, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're not paying two. You're paying five. <laughs> right? Like, cut this for a sword of vengeance. It's also cheap. I but like thirsty ass. <laughs> 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 Oh, no. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I like that card in this deck. You draw cards and shit when you have to, like, when, when you attack and your guy dies because they didn't block. You're getting everything you want. You're getting you're getting a card draw. You're getting damage. Your guy's dying. You're getting ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. 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 Focus. Okay. Podcasting professionals. We are very professional. That's why we're official wizard-sponsored content creators, Ryan. Content creators. <laughs> Well, spawning pit. Spawning pit. Oh, my eyes are watering. They're bugging out of my head. Sack a Creech, put a charge counter, remove two charge counters, get a 2-2. That's not an equipment. That's not an equipment at all. That's a sack engine. That's yeah. in the wrong spot. And a dude maker. Again, it's getting us everything that we want. That's a good one. Skull clamp. Skull clamp. Draw cards when your guy dies. Everything we want. More attacky, more card drawy, more dead guy e. Yes. How about Rakdos Right Knife? We've never played this card ever. Nobody has ever played this card ever, Ryan. This was part of a cycle. This is the only deck that this should ever go in, Ryan. This is a two-drop equipment. It equips for two. Equip creature gets plus one, plus oh for each blood counter on Rakdos Right Blood Right Knife? Yes. yes. Okay. And has tap, sack a creature. Okay, we've got a sack outlet. Put a blood counter. 
Red, black, sack, rakdos, blood knife. This card is so fucking hard to say. Target player sacrifices a permanent for each blood counter. Hey, that's cool. That's a pretty good one. That's not too bad. That was difficult for me to read that card. That's why nobody plays it, because it's like, what the fuck? I don't think you said it right once. Except for right, knife. Yeah, but you were calling it blood knife the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Prowler's helm. No, blood. (laughs) What? (laughs) Blood helm? Yeah, no, knife. (laughs) Let's just move on. I think we're talking about something different again. Prowler's helm. Equips for two. Can't be blocked by walls. Or except by walls. Sure. Sure. Can you imagine just running through everything except and thinking you can run through a wall and then just running directly into a wall (laughs) (laughs) with your head because you're wearing a helmet. (laughs) Anyways. How about Inquisitor's Flail? Doubles damage dealt to and dealt by equipped creature. Hero's Blade. Plus three plus two can equip for free. When a legendary creature comes into play, it just attaches to it. Oh, yeah. So, like, Tana on four after Hero's Blade on two, Tana swings for five. Yes. Trampsky. That's That's a very... Yeah, I like that one. The line is as follows. Land, go. Fuck yeah, budget. Hero's Blade, go. Good. That red enchantment that gives all your creatures haste that costs three. Fervor. Go. Yep. Then, Tana, swing for five. Sure. That's fine. It's fucking good. Gorgon Flail. Gorgie Flail. Plus one and has Death Touch. That's a pumper. Yes. Yes. Fire Shrieker. Double Strike. That's a pumper, I guess. I like this one in this deck. Yes. Demon Male Hauberk. Demon Male Hauberk. Plus four, plus two. That is a big pump. Yeah. Equip free, except for sacrificing a creature. So gain one life. Scry one. Draw, draw a card, card. Plus four, plus two. Yeah. Get four sapperlings. Four extra sapperlings. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a gooder. That's a good one in this deck. Captain's Claws. Plus one, plus oh, whenever equipped creature attacks, you put a white core ally creature. So this, this equip does Tana thing. Sort of. Yeah. It's, it's medium. Blade of the Butt Cheek. Yeah. Whenever a creature dies... Put a plus one counter on equipped creature. If equipped creature is a vampire and singer might be equipped with this and is a vampire, it gets two plus ones. So with singer, whenever a creature would die, it get it would get four plus ones. So when you get a singer, the Dark Baron, and you know you will, yes. are you going to paint a blade of the butt cheek in his hand because he has that ability? If somebody asks me to. Cause, and I'm sure lots of people are going to put their Blade of the Blood Chief in their Singer of the Dark Baron deck. He does literally Blade of the Blood Chief. He just has Blade of the Blood Chief on him all the time. Yes. Wow. That's why he's a 4-4 flyer for six. That ability is worth about two, and a 4-4 flyer is worth about four. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. How about Black Blade Reforged? Black Blade Reforged. This isn't equipped for two. It equips for three if it's legendary. Equipped for seven otherwise. You're probably not going to do that. No. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each land you control. Powerful artifact. It's pretty good. And the last one is Assault Suit. You, you pass it around. It can't attack you. Plus two in haste. So it just swings at everybody except you. This could be virtually any other equipment. Because you're never going to pass Tanner around. And, well, Singer's going to slap. So you, you could pass him around. I guess you could. Yeah, that's what I'd do. All right. All right, all right. That's What's the next? deck. Oh, that's the whole deck? That's the whole deck. And then we got a very, very, very budget land section. Cost a total of $14.24 US dollars. And uh, that's about uh, $98.91 Canadian. Yeah. So very budget. Lots of comes into play taps, lots of panoramas, lots of all that kind of stuff. All right. Strengths and weaknesses? Strengths and weaknesses. I said it just a minute ago. Singer's gonna slap. Creatures are going to die, ours, theirs, randomly throughout the game. Yes. We are making more and specifically trying to sacrifice creatures. He is just going to fuck you up. Yeah, and it's, and it's totally on curve too, right? Because you're going you're gonna to play a sack engine before you play Tana. Yep. You're going to use Tana to make a bunch of dudes to play on like turn five after you've probably equipped Tana up a whole bunch. And then on turn six, you're going to draw Sengir and you're set up to just fucking lead pipe somebody in an alley. Yep. And they're and that's the end of somebody. Yeah, so you drop him, and he's a 4-4. You just, like, 
at the end of player four's turn, you just dump everything and just like untap with like a 2020. And he's your commander, so he's gonna commander damage kills next strength right there. Mm -hmm. New partner Killtron is the name of the deck. This is why. Tana, sure, she's she's probably in there mostly to kind of make the deck hum. She's an engine out of the command zone, but Singer is going to be what kills people. Tana's the, I, I say this all the time, Tana's a great Voltron commander, but she has the Voltron problem where you Voltron her all up and she'll kill one person, and then you got to use those saps to go wide, whereas this deck has set itself up to kill that one person with Tana, go really wide, but then go back into Voltron mode with Senge. Okay, well, let's let's talk about that and the weaknesses in a sec, because i got something to say about that's that. That's not even a weakness. Well, that's a, that's uh, a great strength. It's like st Strength is, yes, new partners. We're playing with a brand new card that gives us some new interesting interesting design space. And in the little blurb on the on the Discord Preferred Decklist channel, all filler Miller's like, well, it's a it's an aristocrats deck, and I'm like, uh oh, I didn't I didn't read that before I clicked on it. Brando's not gonna like this. Yeah, cause he sent me the link first, and then I would have immediately crumpled up the link and threw it in the garbage. Not playing any of the classic traditional aristocrats stuff. Instead, we're playing like Moldervine Reclamation and Smoldering Abomination, and Tana's gonna get us our things. We're playing some atypical aristocrats, air quotes, build with a new card that gives us some kind of new design space like we predicted a, a month or so ago, new single color partners were going to do. Yeah. And that is so damn cool and so refreshing that we're seeing a Tana list that is different than Tana and Timna like CEDH Blood Pod deck. And it's different than... Tana and name your garbage throwaway partner that has four lists on edhrec.com. <laughs> We've got some cool new thing, and that is such an awesome strength. Agreed. It's always cool to see something that's new, and it gives you that kind of, like I said before, that really classic Jund feel. Like, if you want to play a Jund deck, but you're playing Commander, this is, this is the deck you want to play. Yeah. This exact deck, because it's super affordable, and it, I think that it would give you that exact feeling of being back in whatever it was like 2007 when john was just starting to ramp up and run wild 2010 but or nine sure sure but here it is. it's right here it's right here for you and i think that that's pretty cool that throwback to before commander was even really a format. yeah that's a good ass strength is like the, the throwback to other formats if you want to if you want to feel like you felt when you played that john deck right yeah but you don't you know wanna... like this deck f you joel yeah joel would love this deck because he likes john he loves my alenda deck when, when he plays, because he only ever plays our decks, or like p other people's decks, he loves Alenda because there's so much value, there's so much decision-making involved. It feels, this deck feels similar to my Alenda deck, which is just consistent value. It's doing a whole bunch of stuff that requires decision-making. And I, I, you know what? Let's flip it over to the weaknesses. Decision-making, how much value, where to hold it, where to glean your value from. This deck, probably a little bit difficult to play compounded by the fact that it still is sort of a Voltron deck, which might still run into, like, kill one person, and then the other two, like, gang beat your commander so you can't cast it anymore. Yeah, and that, if, that is a thing. If, if your gang beating Voltron commander costs six natively, then eight, then ten, in a deck that, like, isn't even running Soul Ring and only has six pieces of ramp, Gonna be hard to cast your commandy over and over and over. You're not even running a sword of the animist, which would also be good in this deck. It's yeah, good, good on Tana makes her bigger, gets you some, gets you some land. Yeah, or uh, that pickaxe from the new set, the the landfall one. The landfall axe? It's like a, it's one. It's green and it attaches for free or equips for three. Oh yes, that's right. And then when you get a land, it gets plus two plus two. It goes in here probably. It could, yeah, it could find it's, a spot. It, it, and it would be budget. And that's the other weakness that I'd like to highlight. We talked just briefly at the start of the list about just picking stuff because it's budget. And I want to do the opposite in the in the weakness section. This deck could be made better if you wanted to drop some coin on it. Yeah, this deck gets better the more money you sink into that equipment section. Equipment section, and like we are playing a three color deck, you could. You could use some some shocks, fetches, battle bond lands. Like yeah, I'll, I'll, fetches are expensive, so so negate that. But like 
you could spend, you know, between five and $10 per card on just upping the land base, but you're taking that $14 mana base and putting it at like 50 or 60. Yeah. I would never, I don't, I try not to go in on people's land bases unless they're totally terrible. Yeah. But this one's probably not going to get color screwed. It's just slow. I think if I was going to put money into this deck somewhere, I would, I would definitely go for like swords or Jeet. Oh, or, Jeet, yeah. Or, like, Batter Skull. I get or... beat up on Twitter all the time for saying Jeet's one of the best equipments ever, even in Commander. By who? Everybody. Those people have never played Jeet. I never played against it. Never played, ever. They've never seen Tana with double strike and a fucking Jeet on her. Oh, baby, if that's you, lots of charge If you ever want to take fucking 40, <laughs> Tana will do that for you. You want to take fucking 40 while it's got two swords on it? Because I've done that. Ask F.U. Lenny how that feels. Jeet is really good. He probably liked it. He probably did. That's okay. what he's into. Yeah. Well, yeah, 100%. F that guy. <laughs> we talked about it a couple times. Budget. The budget of the deck. The cost to own this deck. 96 American monies. 96 freedom dollars. 298 million Canadian. Yes. 298.1 Australian. Oh, Lots poor Aussies, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, though, if we take out the skull clamp, that's gonna save us a whole 550. <laughs> if we take out the Yeheni, 650. I can't believe we're talking about the budget on a deck that costs sub 100 bucks. Bontu, if you cut the four dollar Bontu and just put reprocess the card in, that's like 23 cents, you could save yourself a whopping 16. dollars. That is a six pack of beer in Canada. Yeah. If you want tall boys or like stuff that is not pill. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you could get this deck down to eight eighty dollars. That's a cheap deck. It's a pretty cheap not deck. Not including the price of Singer the Dark Baron, because he doesn't have a price yet. I'd imagine he'll be a few dollars. You know what? Also, the Prosh that we have in here isn't counting towards the budget oh, because it's Pro the Commander Legends printing. And Prosh is cheap, too, because he's seen a few yeah. printings now. And Baron is going to be cheap. He's got, like, a regular printing and a promo printing. So there's going to be two different versions that you can get. I think this deck, even if you count Prosh and Baron, are, is is going to be right around 100 bucks, yeah. A couple bucks per of, of those cards that don't have prices on our deck list. And some of this you're going to have kicking around. And a lot of this stuff you're going to be able to get from your LGS for nothing or, as I say all the time, as chip-ins on trades. If you tell your friend that you want their Rakdos right knife, they will give it to you. Yeah, they will nobody, hand it to you. Well, if they even know what that is. They will I've, take it I've, out of their binder and give it to you without I, even looking at it. I don't even own that card. I do. Really? And I've been looking for somewhere to use it for years. Well, maybe this Honest, is your deck. Honestly, I've, I was so impressed to see this card in here because I've never been able to find a place that I would even think to use it. Could it be the card of the, of week? the week? Week, week, week? Yeah, we haven't done a card of the week in a long time. It could be. Sure. I mean, pick it up. It's not a bad card. If you're playing a Rakdos deck, it's pretty good. It's just kind of clunky and a little complicated, and you need to have that fodder yes. to, to be sacking to it all the time in order to make it worth it. Yeah. M my card of the week? You mean card of the, of week. the week? Demon Mail Hobber. Oh, I thought you were going to say Thirsty Ass. Oh, yes, also Thirsty Ass. <laughs> but Demon Mail Hobber as well. Again, you need fodder, but that is a big pump in the front. That's a big face pump. Yep, and it's a, a, a not immaterial butt pump as well. Yeah, I love a good non-immaterial butt pump. Yeah, four, four in the front, two in the back. That's the opposite of the minivan. Holy shit, it's a minivan in reverse. Oh, the reverse minivan. Do Ooh, not no. Google. No. Do not Google this. I have a foil demon mail hauberk, and I've been looking for a deck to put it in, and something like this is exactly where it would go. And, of course, if you want any of the cards of the week, head on over, fusiongamingonline.com, CCO Fusion 5, exclusive promo code, 5% off all of your cards of the week. It gets you sweet cards for cheaper and lets them know that their partnership with us was a good one, which it obviously is because we're awesome and you guys are also awesome for telling them that. Yeah, that re that actually really does help the cast and and they 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 do appreciate knowing that their partnership with us is is working or is a good one or is directing people their way. So if you want to support the cast, head on over. When I order things, I always put in the notes like, hey, thanks, guys, F you. Yep. And then I realize, like, what if they don't listen to the show? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if the warehouse guy just gets that order and says, well, F, 
I'm gonna spit. Fuck? I'm gonna spit in this guy's cards. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. Maybe I they probably do, do. They they have they know. To. We're a great show. They know. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Speaking of great show, we can't actually finish this show. Yeah, we we can't <laughs> actually do the spice calculator because since the card hasn't been released yet, there are no lists. This is the only one. And because there's so many different partner combinations, I'm not sure that EDH knows what they're gonna do with it yet to make sure that they get coverage on all the different permutations of commanders part of me hopes they cut them or or has like a threshold where they have to have a significant number of decks yeah like i'm looking at tana and ikra shadiki or or like tana and rayhan or vile smasher and rayhan it's like like sub 100 lists it's like oh i don't care yeah, why are they even there? Tana and Vile Smasher, 17 lists, just above like that Legends guy that I don't even know what his name is. Bartle Runass. Maybe he's going to play the Thirsty Ass in his when, deck. Whenever Bartle, Ru- Bartle Runass cannot be the target of enchant creature spells, period. Oh, it's like anti-enchantress. And he has Vigilance. He's a 6-5 for 6. 6-5 six, Vigilance for 6? That's fine. Can't be enchanted. Can't be pacified. Back in them days, man, pacifism, oh, big time rule spell. Yeah. Well, you know, let's let's move on. Yes, let's move on. Yes. So, no spice calculator this week. Big thank you to Aiden All Filler, No Miller Chiller from the 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 preferred deckless channel on our Discord. He's also CEO of Grilled Cheese on Architect, which I like. There it is. That's Link, a great name. Link will be in the show notes. Link will be in the description on YouTube. Watch there. Subscribe there. That's again another big help. Let's Fusion know that their partnership with us is a good one. Is they're seeing some growth and we appreciate that. That's important. Final thought of the day? Good vi- good vibe or final thought? We did our good vibes. Okay. And every day is a good vibe here in CCO Nation, I like to think. I think yep. we bring the fun, we bring the sun. We're glad that everybody was here with us today. As for the deck, I really like this one. I think Ryan did too, and we hope that you did as well. It's a really classic feeling Jund list. It also does all the Tana things that make Tana so much fun with a twist with the Sengir Vampire all kind of cool newness. I'm looking forward to actually seeing this deck in real life. I would love to play against it sometime or maybe even pilot it myself because I own all the cards in it. And I think that you could too. Check out FusionGamingOnline.com. Big thanks to them if you would like to pick some of those up. Speaking of thank you, thanks to all of you for being with us again, for having us in your ear holes and your eye holes and any other hole that you intake the podcast through each and every week. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we are going to be back next week with another super exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!